Oh. It's good. Wins the game at the buzzer. I am not a role model. I learned it by watching you. Stay off the weed. All right. Welcome back, everybody, to High on Hoops. Um, my name's Joseph. Here, as always, is my fellow stoner, Chris. Chris, how's it going? It's going good, dude. I've been eating these little weed, weed peanut butter cups, and so I'm pretty, I'm pretty high. You know, have a little bit of a weed drink, so nice and high. You know, I got my coffee. Little, doing a little bit earlier than normal. Got my joint ready to go. Couple more on deck. So yeah, dude, doing good. Yep. Watching some basketball after the All Star break. It's been good. Yes. Yeah, so, uh, so me and Chris decided to hit record on this one and uh, give you guys another dose of basketball uh, while being high at the same time. That's really what we do here. And uh, for those unfamiliar with us, we have we're, we're we're gambling men. You know what I mean. We like to put our money out there, and we have a big futures bet on the Sacramento Kings to win their division. Uh, they're in the same one as the Suns, as the Clippers. Uh, we made this bet pretty much at the beginning of the season, and what man, was, what has we, it paid? What did we get the ticket at? What was what, what was it? Plus what? It was plus three thousand. So it was thirty Ooh. to one odds. I believe I made this when they were like six and six or something like that on the season. Um, it was like in November, but that's besides the point. The real point is last night, Chris, they had a huge win over huge the win. Clippers. Huge. Kawhi Leonard going off for 44 points. Unstoppable. Paul George, 34 points. Russell Westbrook, first game for the Clippers, 17 points. Uh, started in the starting lineup. And it still wasn't enough, Chris. This was one of the craziest games that I can remember regular season in a it very was. long time. It definitely was, dude. Double overtime game. Fucking, what was the score? 174, 175. So they broke yeah. 300. They broke 300 easily. Like, not even not even a doubt. Uh, yeah, dude. And yes. I mean, I think that the my main takeaway from this game was that the Kings hung in there, man. Like, they are a young team, and they're playing with seasoned veterans, obviously, Season veterans who are accomplished. Paul George, a little bit less accomplished. No knock against him, but, uh, you know. Um, yeah. I think that their their ability to hang in there and just show that they could stay in the game <laughs> enough to win it was was phenomenal. And then that ending was, you know, exactly what we're looking for as as two guys with a, with tickets on the, uh, on the Kings. So, very, very happy with the result of last night's game, without a doubt. Gives me hope for my ticket again, uh that's for sure. I love that you said no knock on Paul George right after you knocked him. That was great. Um, and also, uh, after the Suns made the trade for KD, Chris, you and me were very worried about our futures bet on the Kings. Um, Absolutely. The, Sun, the, the Suns are still only a game and a half behind the Kings. Uh, they've played a couple more games, so they have a couple more losses. Yeah. But this game against the Clippers, I felt like was... I was in my head. I was like, I didn't expect them to win before the game. I was like, it'd be it'd be really cool, but I didn't expect it because second night of back to back, like we said, yeah. and with four minutes left in the game, they were behind by fourteen points. Um, no, it's a, it's, and it's a tone somehow made it happen. For sure, 
Yeah, it's a it's a tone yeah. setter for sure. I think that you know there's there's not many games left. I think about twenty games left. So to go into those games with the confidence that you can beat a team like that, uh, you know, a team who looks like they're going to be a playoff team, a uh, team again with with stars with accomplished records, like I I think that it's a huge huge win for them. So yeah. Um, right before the uh, first OT, uh, the end of the fourth quarter, Fox gets a steal on Paul George and uh, goes for an easy bucket. And then a couple of plays later, not even, like maybe one or two, uh, Keegan Murray interrupts the passing lane to, from Paul George to, I don't even remember, I was probably high, but Keegan uh, goes in for the steal and gets an easy dunk. And that took down the game to five points with two minutes left. And that's still like, if you're the Clippers, you need, to, you need to wrap this game up. And if I'm a Clippers fan, I'm a little worried about, yes, it was like a great performance by Sacramento for sure. And they definitely showed a lot of fight. But this was also a pretty big choke job here uh, for the Clippers. Absolutely. And one thing I would say too, if I was a Clippers fan, not only would I be worried about that, I would be worried because that was Kawhi at his full form and they still lost that yeah. game. So I don't know yeah. how much more hope you have to hang on to other and, than Kawhi at this point. So. And not just Kawhi. I think like the whole team as a whole, like played pretty well. Like Nick Batoon had 19 points. You know, that's really what you want out of a guy like him off the bench. Um, like we were saying before, Westbrook was really good. He had a really clutch layup uh, that put them ahead by two with like a couple seconds left in the game. The team as a whole shot 57% from three and it yeah. still lost. <laughs> like, it's yeah. Crazy. It, 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 it was pretty bad. Yeah. 60% field goal. Uh, I mean, it was, yeah. it was, it was a, it was a really bad loss. And, and on top of that too, you know, I think there's something to be said for, um, you know, double overtime games, it takes a lot out of you. And I think that winning those games kind of kind of reinvigorates you. But losing those games can really be uh, it can really be a, back, a backbreaker. So uh, I'm, I'm interested yeah. to see what they do in their next couple of games. Um, also interested to see how many uh, how many games Kawhi plays i mean i know he looks good and i know he's healthy but obviously mm. the injury bug for him and paul george has always been a thing and so you know it's going to be interesting to see him down the stretch i was literally thinking during this game after the game was done i was like oh well paul george and Kawhi are going to be out for two games or something like like after a double yeah. ot like type of thing Kawhi played 44 minutes who knows when the last time he's done that um but like we said before Kawhi played great um he was hitting clutch shot after clutch shot, well-contested ones too. Uh, but I feel like they just really didn't get him the ball down the stretch even uh, no. to, to kind of seal the game away. But I don't know. Yeah, I mean, it's it's. It, I, I'll say this. The Clippers are looking more and more like a quick out in the playoffs. Like, I, they just... For, for me, I mean, this team has had... It's not, it's not like we're talking about team a team who needs time to gel they've had the time to gel like they this this was the season where they were supposed to and i mean obviously the the lakers aren't really uh you know really much of a conversation in la right now but i i, I this is this was supposed to be their season and i think that they were looking for a conference a conference finals at bare minimum and i think anything 
Um, anything below that is a disappointment for them. And I, I just don't see them making the conference finals at this point. I think they're a really deep team. Like when you look at them on paper, compare them to the Kings roster, you might say like, oh, this team's better overall. And the fact that they did play so well. Now, they did not have Zubak. And I thought that was a great advantage for the Kings there. Um, for sure. Because you have Plumlee now starting. And he's fine as a backup center. But he had like two turnovers in a row uh, in the fourth quarter that really sealed their fate. And I, I feel like that's kind of who Plumlee is sometimes uh, Plumlee, as a Plumlee. player. Plumley is just such a clumsy fuck, dude. Like, I mean, like he is, he is, <laughs> clumsily. Just, he is yeah, clumsily for sure, dude. Like his, yeah. I mean, listen, like don't get me wrong. I'm not saying Zubats is is a is an all is an all NBA ball handler. Like he's definitely not. But but the guy yeah. can at least he can at least get to his spot. He's a good defender. Um, he can he can box out pretty well. So I mean, I I definitely think you are losing a lot. I I and and the other thing I think Zubox is underrated for is. He can read. He can read rebounds really well. He's not the biggest center, um, but when mm. he sees the ball, when he sees the ball come come off the glass or come off the rim, like he's pretty he's pretty quick at reading it. So I, I I definitely think they're losing something with him. But again, like I don't think I think as a Clippers fan with Kawhi and and Paul George on the floor, that's a game that you feel like you should win. And coming out of it, you are especially after a double overtime loss, you are defeated so uh you know quite yeah. quite literally and figuratively so <laughs> yeah so we talked about the clippers chances what about just to close the chapter on this game this historic game the second highest scoring game of all time what do you think about the kings in the playoffs based off of this win right here oh it's tough man the playoffs are tough um I think that they are a young team, and I think that that's going to come back to bite them. I think that, I mean, I I have hopes for them to to advance to the second round, but I wouldn't be surprised if they were a, a, a first round out, um, just because of the fact that, again, like, you know, everything I was saying about the Clippers, um, they do still have they do still have guys who have been in those situations and have been in the playoffs and have played in pressure moments. And I think that when it, when it comes down to it, um, that really matters in those moments. So, I mean, I, I, I have hope for them. They're a really fast team. Um, they're really young and they can, you know, I, I, they, they, they've showed, they've showed this season um, where I think, you know, at the beginning of the season, nobody had hope for them to do anything that they can, that they can hang around and, um, you know, I mean, they're, they're third, they're third, they're third in, in, in their, in their conference. So, I mean, I just don't, I don't, I don't think there's any debating that they can make a run, but I do think the inexperience is going to get to them at the end. I think they could make a conference finals, but I also wouldn't be shocked if they got knocked in the first round, like you said. Um, I think other teams though, when it comes to the playoffs and the thing that like the Kings have really benefited from is nobody's really gotten injured. Like Fox has played pretty much every game. Sabonis has like, they've both maybe missed 10 games between each other, um, which is pretty good in the modern NBA. So if they can keep that up in the playoffs and 
we'll parlay this into talking about the Suns. Like the Suns, for instance, I feel like in order for them to get to where they want to go, you all three of those guys have to be healthy. And that just seems like a tall order for those three guys specifically. Well, and that's, and that's not even, and that's not even, you know, um, that's not even alluding like to the fact that, and that's not even alluding to the fact that these guys, even if they are healthy, they need to gel. Like, I mean, putting, putting Kevin Durant, obviously like putting that talent on your team. I think a lot of people will say there's not going to be too much of a transition time, but I, I do think that there is, there is a uh, growing period in figuring out, you know, who's going to handle the ball in the clutch moments. Um, and, you know, I'm sure they're doing I'm sure they're doing who's uh, in practices. I'm sure that they're figuring out now who's going to take the ball down the floor and who's going to be the main ball handler. And I I'm sure that's mm-hmm. still going to be book. But but I also think that, you know, it, it, this has been books team for the past three years, I would say, probably probably longer um, but I think that he's really come into his own in the past three to four years. And so when you put a guy like Kevin Durant on the team, like he is, he's the best player on that team, period. And I think everybody has to acknowledge that. And coming to terms with that, I think is going to be a little bit easier for some players than others. Um, you know, Chris Paul, I think it's going to be pretty easy for him in the late stages of his career, knowing he's not the player he just that wants he was. Exactly. And I think that he knows yeah. this is his best chance of, of winning a ring. Um, but yeah, a guy like Devin Booker, you know, you're talking about somebody who they make their name and they make their brand off of being the face of that franchise. And now you're not the face of that franchise. There's another face of that franchise. It's not to say that you can't have two faces of the franchise, but, uh, even, even at that rate, like it's, it just, it, it is a, um, it's, it's something where they're going to have to figure out their cohesion, not only on the court, um, but dynamically in the locker room as well. So I think it's 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 going to be tough for them, you know. And that's again aside from the injury bug. So uh, yeah, and that's that honestly is what gives me hope for our ticket because other than that, like that team is that team is stacked. And I do think that they're not they they've lost some depth, but they are still a pretty deep team. And I think they're going to make a deep playoff. Well, the what makes me optimistic about the ticket now is the the Kings got their next two games versus OKC. They could win those, and then if and then if they just go five hundred the rest of the season, that's forty six wins. And I'm not saying the Suns can't surpass that, but let's say the Kings win a little bit above five hundred. You know what I mean? Then they could win yeah. like forty seven, forty eight. So you know, I think that especially after this. My confidence in them as a team has risen a little bit more than it were. Like, I thought they could end the season at 44 wins. But now we might be talking 46, 47, uh, which the Suns could surpass. But I feel like they would just have to – they would have to win at, like, a crazy clip. Which is possible, but, like, I feel like you're foolish if you think that, like, the Suns have 21 games left. Like, Kevin Durant and Booker and Paul – Two of them are against two of them are against the Kings as well. So those are going to be those are going to be big swing they games. Are huge those, games. Yeah. yeah, those are that's a, that's towards the beginning and it looks like the middle or the end of of. But March. I do think so it's, that the Kings could even lose those games and still win because I I don't I think the Suns got their number just as far like when they when they've been playing them it just like really hasn't been competitive in my opinion. 
Um, so I, I don't think that they're going to win those. They might steal one, but um, I think that if if they just stay the course or even go do a little bit better than staying the course, I think they'll, they can get it, but well, who well, knows? Well, let, let's do a little bit of, let's do a little bit of, uh, uh, you know, looking into the future here. So they have two games against the thunder. Uh, those are mm. their next two games. Um, you know, games, I think that they know that they should win. Uh, they have the Clippers again, uh, the Timberwolves at home. The Pelicans. Yep. The, these are these are all home games. The 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 Tim, Timberwolves, Pelicans, Knicks. Those are all home games. They go on the road to the Suns. Um, the Bucks. That's gonna be that's gonna be a brutal game. That's the an Bulls, L. That's an L. Yeah, that's yeah. I mean, if it, I mean, it'd be great if they win it, and you know, I. But that's that's gonna be tough. Uh, the yeah. Bulls. That should be a win. The Nets, that should definitely be a win. Uh, the the Wizards, they should definitely be able to beat. I feel like they're gonna well. drop one of those games for sure, though. Like like on the road, like they're not gonna win all three of them. Like like one of those, like maybe Chicago, like comes out with a weird win against them. Yeah, yeah, I think I I I would see. I I think Chicago has a better chance than the Wizards do, to be honest with you. Um, they yeah. go, they play twice against the Trailblazers in Portland. Um, at the end, ooh, I might go to one of those games because that is also. Depending. I think Shea's going to be out for the next OKC game because he did not play last night against the Suns. No, he was out last. And they play night tomorrow. Sure. Yeah. yeah, so that will be. And then, hopefully, they can take advantage of that. In April, they finish off with Spurs, Pelicans, Mavericks, Warriors, and Nuggets. So, I mean, I if even if you say the Mavericks, Warriors, and Nuggets are all losses, which I think that they could beat the Warriors, um, you know, they should. They could beat definitely the beat the Mavs too. They, they, they can, they can. I think that it's going to be a little bit tougher because I think that that's Luke is going to get in playoff mode and start to get ready, ready yeah. around the around around those games but i do think that you know conceivably there's two wins to be had there and then in march you could easily win half half of those games like there and i mean i just think that i i it's gonna be tough for them if they're playing the way that they're playing that they have been playing and they're fully healthy i think it's gonna be tough for them not to go 500 as i knock on this wood that i have here yes i will also knock on some wood after that win i'm really confident in them and honestly i would have been confident in them even if they lost by like in double ot like because like just the amount of fight they showed but then to like every single quarter they were down like like near the end like they were down 14 with four minutes left they were down six with two minutes left in the first OT, and then in double OT, they were again down six with two minutes left. Yeah, I mean, Crazy. they, and again, this isn't, you know, I know that they they kind of fly under the radar on the national media scale, but this isn't something mm-hmm. new for them. They've hung around in games like this all season. They beat teams that have had, people have, people have said were better than them all season. So um, for them yeah. to come out and, and win a couple of these, like, that's the other thing. They may drop a couple games that they should win, and they may they, they may win a couple games that nobody expects. Maybe they do go, maybe they do go and beat beat Milwaukee somehow. You know, maybe Giannis isn't at one hundred percent yet. You know, and may, maybe maybe they end up. You know, again, 
Uh, and this is this is wishful thinking, but but God, wouldn't it be sweet if they swept the Suns in the next two games? Like, oh, my that God. is not gonna happen. Uh, yeah, I don't know. <laughs> I don't gonna, know. That'd be sick. That would be sick. Uh, that because be, that would, would really be, that would really put the ticket away. Even if they juicy. split them, even if they split them, like like just steal one, like steal yeah. one. When they when like uh, when they come to your home floor, it looks like that's on March twenty fourth. Uh, and if you just steal that one, like Joey and Chris will be very happy, yeah. light, uh, light, which light, I know light. means a lot to them. Yeah, dude, light light the fucking beam. You know what I'm light saying? Light the like, beam. Light, light the fucking beam. Let's go, man. It's, Let's go. So you did mention. Beams. You did mention Giannis. Uh, Giannis has been playing MVP level this season, but he did go out of the game last night. I believe it was like in the first quarter, after the first quarter. He goes out of the Miami Heat game, uh, but the rest of the Milwaukee Bucks say, hey, Giannis, we got you. And they completely sun our beloved they said, Miami they said, Heat. They said, "Oh, don't worry, we're just playing against the Heat." Like, "Oh, don't don't worry about that." <laughs> like, yeah, we, it's just the Heat. Giannis, go ahead, sit this one out. Fucking ridiculous. And by the way, big shout out oh, to my man. boy. He just moved into town. Kevin Love, you are making a big difference already. I can see. Letting, you know, <laughs> oh, making, making business decisions, letting people fucking just blow by you to the rim. Yes, yeah, yes. Dude, there was one play listen. with Giannis where he like didn't even try and i'm just like yo man uh this is what we brought you out here for you're like well, the tallest dude on the court now welcome to miami welcome to miami yeah go ahead and put on your fucking bathing suit and go ahead and hit the beach bud because goddamn you ain't doing nothing in the paint like jesus christ that yeah that, that was not great that? he made no shots zero for four it's good that's good yeah it's good to yeah. hear um Let's see. Uh, Robinson one for six. Struess one for four. Yeah, I think this is the problem. I think the problem with our team is that we have a lot of three point specialists who can't make three point shots. Yeah, I mean, um, I, I think Oladipo I think has been bad. Like he has not been good. Like Struess is Struess is. He's not on the loose. He's just lost. He's like I don't. I, nobody knows where the <laughs> fuck he is. And and hopefully, yeah. I mean, like, so you and I, you and I had some conversations outside of the podcast where we were talking about the yes. Heat, and you you thought the acquisition of Kevin Love and uh, that other fucking dinosaur. Who the this fuck was the first him? game, Cody Zeller, and Cody Zeller played good this game. So fair, go ahead. Fair, 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 fair. But but. You said you said you thought it was a good pickup. I I had a different opinion. I thought that we should start to we should cut our losses and start to build for next year. Start to try to either acquire draft picks or acquire people that we think will help us next year, and then try to make a splash in the off season. So, I yes, we are we are on a we are on, we are, this is one game. You're 100 percent right, but. On a Against a really trial, good team at on their home court. Uh, on a one game trial, what do you think? What do you think? Um, this is not gonna work, probably. Um, but but like I, like if Spo can make tre- so Trevor Ariza was in the league with the Miami Heat and he looked pretty good during the regular season. The next season, okay. he's not even in the league anymore. Yeah, right? where the fuck is Spo so been Spoh, this season? If Spo can been? do that, uh huh. He could bring something out of Kevin Love. 
Yeah, when did he do that, though? What year? <laughs> I'm saying he can. What What year did he do it, though? With Trevor Ariza? That was like two seasons ago. Dude, two seasons too long like this guy is not the same coach as he was fucking five years ago he's not the same coach oh as here ago. we Dude, go listen. we just went to the conference oh, finals last God. year what are you oh, talking about God. we were one listen. shot away from an nba finals against a team that has a way better roster than us listen dude listen Come I on. just, I, 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 I just know what I've seen this season, and this season oh, I have seen. You're, I have seen. Man, look at you! What have you done for me lately? All right, all right, all right. Listen, I'm just saying. I'm just saying. I know. I know my boy Pat, and my boy Pat. You're making is me not smoke more right. weed. Pat, Pat Riley is not happy right now, dude. Let me tell you, Pat Riley is not happy right now, and rightfully so. He should be not happy and with himself. Listen, they should have traded Struess and gotten something for him. I know, I know you're saying they should – what Chris was saying was, oh, they should trade Kyle and Duncan. And what Chris doesn't understand is that both teams have to agree to a trade. It can't just be oh, like, oh, hey, oh, do you want this garbage oh, and, a, that. <laughs> and a copy machine uh, with, and Duncan Robinson? And uh, other Dude, teams be like, no, listen, we'll take me. the garbage can and the copy machine, but we don't want Dunky. Because he costs $15 million a fucking year. Yeah, and we don't want Kyle Lowry because he's 36 years old. And he costs like $33 million a year. You're telling, me, you're telling me that somebody wouldn't have wanted him? Is that what you're telling me? You're telling me that somebody wouldn't have picked him up? L.A. wouldn't have picked him up? Somebody wouldn't have picked him up? Somebody who could No, because shooter. L.A. just did that blockbuster trade to get like actually people who helped their team. Um, oh, my God. Now... As far as what we can get on the buyout market, I think they got the best people they could get, and I think Cody Zeller is going to be better than Dwayne Dedman. How many? Sure. How many? How many times have you seen someone make an impact on the buyout market? Just out of curiosity, once, <laughs> twice, I twice. So what you're suggesting, your suggestion is not going to work. I think they should wait till the actual off season yeah, and see what they can get. You got, you got a basketball net. You're, you're a bitch. You can, you can. You, you, this season's a punt, dude. Like the Miami Heat aren't doing yeah, anything. Yeah, no shit. In the post That's season. what I. I so, okay, so now we finally agree on something. I agree. This season is a punt. So we should have fucking made moves for the future. What we, we picked up, Kevin Love, dude. Kevin Love. Kevin Love is about as far in the past as you can get. That's not the future. So what the fuck are we doing, dude? Like, just tell me. No, seriously. Like, no. Go ahead, Cody Zeller. Cody fucking Zeller. <laughs> come on come, he's come a good on, backup dude. big he's a oh good backup big all right yeah, maybe kevin love isn't dude. a good starting power forward anymore at age 34 but zeller he's good all right he's Bro, uh, he's a kevin, dog kevin love couldn't run the floor at age fucking 24 dude and now and now he's 34 and we picked him up as our as our as our what as our saving grace for this season come on joseph i know you're a heat fan i know you're trying to look positive but I, listen, Girl, i'm not listen, I, i'm I, not I, is listen. it is it the optimal thing no I, I never said that but is there an outside chance that it could help us yes i think these moves made us better i don't think they made us worse they made us worse for the future that's what? all i'm gonna say that's all I'm they gonna just say. bought you, them you out have, 
you have an opportunity you have an opportunity you have an opportunity to build for the future and your option is kevin love i don't agree with it that's all i'm saying that's all i'm saying listen i'm just a mild man i'm just smoking my weed trying to get by watch my team win i can't even do that right now so let's not argue let's not ar- let's not argue like i don't want to the atlanta the hawks are in talks to get coach quinn snyder into their ball club thoughts is he so is he going to fly in on the green goblin um little surfboard thing? Because, <laughs> he because, does look like william because, defoe because he should because that would be sick and then i think they should totally pick him up but no honestly he's a, he's a great coach uh i think that he had he had some bullshit to deal with when he when he dealt with uh when he dealt with rudy and and fucking uh donovan and all those guys so like but i think that he is a proven coach he's been a <laughs> are those guys coach. like dickheads <laughs> no but I, I i think they had i i think that admittedly they had a they had a bad dynamic between them and i think that that probably affected his ability to coach that team uh and so and yeah yeah but i but i but i do think that but i do think that he has made playoff runs i think that he's proven and i think that atlanta could use anything right now any sign of hope for atlanta would be good because they are they are they are not living up to their expectations and they made a lot of they i would say they're probably one of the top three teams that were talked about in the offseason and uh yeah all the talk now is not good so they did beat the cavaliers last night uh they destroyed pretty handedly yeah 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 it was crushed them 136 to 119. Uh, this is their first game without Coach Nate McMillan. I don't know who the interim coach was. Sorry. Um, but good job to the Atlanta Hawks um, last night on that. Let me look at the stats real quick. Uh, DeJounte Murray had 25 points. Trey Young, a cool 34 on 8 of 18, 4 of 7 from 3. Do you think he was an all-star snub? I mean, I think maybe a little bit, but at the same time, it's not something I would be like. It's like, dude, your team was like two games below 500 when the voting was probably happening. Maybe more, actually, when the voting was happening. And you got all this stuff about you getting into fights with your coach. And, you know, I'm not heartbroken over it. Okay, and you don't think it has anything to do with his hairline? I mean, there, there is something. So the players voted Trey Young the twelfth best guard in the East. Did you see that? No. So the players, the current players, voted him the twelfth best guard in the East. Is that crazy or what? Like they That's, do not respect it, his game. I mean, that sounds crazy, right? Yeah. Like that in the sounds, East, that sounds insane. Like he's. Yeah, I mean he's he's an amazing player. Who who who? Yeah. They, who I mean, do, are you getting are you pulling it up now? Who do they have above him? I uh, know Lamelo Ball is one of them. Wow, but do you think that's because of Labar? Like, remember when he yelled at him during the uh, during the um, what was it? The USA? I think it was a USA game when somebody slapped him in the back of the head and they slapped him in the face. You remember that? 
I don't remember sick, that. Dude. It was a it was a solid slap. I think that was Lamelo. <laughs> Pretty sure it was Lamelo. Yeah, yeah Lavar got super. He said, "You're fucking with my brand." Yeah, Lavar's Lavar's. They don't show the full list, but okay. uh, yeah, Lamelo was ranked above him. Darius Garland, who he's a great player, but he's not better than Trey Young. Um, Jalen Brunson, he's also not Trey Young, but he's pretty damn good. Um, Halliburton was ranked higher than him. I think that Trey Young's probably a better, better player than Halliburton. But I don't know. Halliburton leads the league in assists, so. Yeah, I don't um, know about that. Yeah. Everyone else, what did you think about uh, Halliburton getting picked over De'Aaron Fox and Sabonis and those guys from Sacramento? The team I he was traded from. I think it's bullshit. I think it's. I think I gotta stand by my kings, and that's bullshit. But then again, you're talking about a draft where the, you know, to be three time MVP went second to last. So I think there was yeah. there was some bull, there was a lot of a lot of bullshittery going on in that draft. A lot of friends picking friends. Yeah, yeah, for sure. Was that uh, one of the worst All Star games you've ever seen? Uh. It was up there, dude. Like, I don't, like, I was talking about this with a buddy, and it's just, like, it seems like there are no, there are no all-star games anymore that really resemble the actual game, um, maybe except for baseball. Like, I think that's the only one. So, it's, yeah, you know, it's, it, it, it like, listen, don't get me wrong. I love the, I love the, uh, the, the showmanship of it. Like, the, the windmill, duh, or the, the 360 dunks and, and, you know, shooting from the, shooting from the logo. I think that's all great. Um, but you know, when you're talking about all-stars, like, I just don't think it's a representation anymore. And obviously now it's definitely not a representation of which, which conference is better because you're, you're just picking playground style. But I just, I, I mean, it's just not even, it doesn't seem like it's competitive to a point where, you know, defense is being played enough. And, and I think that there is something to be like. Defense is one of the beautiful parts of basketball, but uh, you know, it's if it's not being highlighted at the showcase event of the year, I just don't know. I just don't know that it's. Um, do, do you know the right? Do thing. you know when they made the transition from East versus West to what it is now? I think, I think it was when they started doing the picks. I think maybe three years ago. If I'm, if I'm not, if I'm, maybe I'm crazy. I wonder if that has anything to do with it. If like think, maybe if you had the East versus West mentality again, if people would play harder, because the so. East I gets mean, kind of disrespected so. a little bit, like yeah. uh, in comparison to the West. So no, I I, I, I wonder, think so. Yeah, I, and, yeah. And, and and again, I think like that's you know, and I like don't get me wrong, I think that there's ways to do it right. Like I'm not the biggest fan of the NFL's like flag football thing. Um, but on the flip, on the flip side of that, the whole hockey thing, the way they do that with three on three and, or yeah, I think it's three on three and it's just like very fast paced and they do it by conference instead of division. Like, I really like that because it, it's a competitive and they also, I think the, the team splits a million dollars, the winning team. So it makes it, you know, and it's, I mean, it's small change even for those guys, but it's still it's still money in their pocket. And so I think it makes it a little bit more competitive. So I think there's ways that you can change it to make it more competitive, but I just don't know that this is the way uh, to do it. Uh, thankfully the dunk competition wasn't a complete dud this time. So that, that mm -hmm. definitely helped. But um, yeah, I mean, other than that, the skills competition is always a little bit laughable. I, 
I enjoyed the I at one time I enjoyed the skills competition back when like D Wade was doing it. Like I thought it was I thought it was uh I thought it was pretty cool, but I don't know that the whole the like uh the whole team dynamic is is the best way to go about it either. So yeah, yeah. I mean, it was okay. It was okay. I, I still would love to go to All Star Weekend, I'll say that. Yeah, uh, it would be fun. Uh, we've already talked to death about how Mac McClung saved the dunk contest. Uh, but the All-Star game itself, it's like, I, I don't know. It's just like we're in the load management er- era, right, where nobody wants to get hurt or anything like that, which I get. But it's like they play harder at, like, pickup games, yeah. like in the off season. Yeah. Like, you I, know I, what I mean? I've seen, people, I've seen people play harder at some of these, like, these tournaments that, like, they, you know, they play – yeah, they play with guys who, again, like, they have day jobs. So it's just like, yeah, I mean, I I, I, I don't know. I think that I, 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 the showmanship is good for the fans, but I, and, I, and I feel like especially if you're there live, it's probably, like, an all-encompassing experience that, like, you're not really worried about it. But, yeah, definitely watching it on TV, it's, it's lost some of its luster for sure. Yep. Uh, Chris, do you have anything else today for us here at High on Hoops? Uh, no, dude. That's 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 pretty much it. Like getting close to getting close to the wind down and seeing seeing who makes the cut and seeing how these how these brackets shape out. So pretty excited for that. But yeah, other than that, dude, just keep smoking weed and uh, you know, stay high, watch basketball. Yeah. Yeah, if you guys have any weed-related questions for us, uh, put them in the comments, and we'll answer them on our next podcast. Yeah, we love weed, and I know a lot about weed. Justin knows a pretty good amount about weed, too. But, yeah, dude, we can yeah. answer all those questions, all the weed Or if questions, you want to know our basketball opinions, too, I guess I should advertise yeah. that. Yeah, I mean, yeah. we could do that as well, you know. And I mean, I know we, we, we broadcast a lot of them, but I'm sure there's a lot of things that people would love to hear um, out of a, yeah. a couple of stoners. I, for 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 every team left, there's at least twenty four games, uh, maximum probably twenty minimum. So we're getting we're getting close to there. A uh, couple more weeks, and, and we'll be in those playoffs where you guys will see a lot more of us uh, with our with our playoff coverage. So can't wait for all that. Um, the West right now is really tight. Like we were talking about before, all these teams are within one of each other. The East is a little bit more solidified. Hopefully our Miami Heat can make a push somehow, some way. Please. K-Love. Come on, Kevin. Minnesota Timberwolves, Show K-Love. Up, Kevin. Needs to come back. Let's we need go. that. Um, oh. You're a beast deep down, uh, even though you kind of bricked last night, and that was awful. Cody Zeller. Uh, Cody Zeller. Let's go. Uh, But anyway, this has been High on Hoops. Uh, We'll see you guys again very soon, I'm sure. Keep on smoking in the free world. Oh, yeah. We got high.